privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. I, I I guess we became friends through um, Adam, which he runs Staunch TV, which I just did an interview with him. Um, and uh, man, I've, I've just met so many cool people and I'm glad I got you on the show. I know you're a busy guy. Um, I love everything you're doing on your channel too. And I mean, you've got a lot to talk about because uh, you do cult classic. I mean, you talk about movies that, speak to me the weirdest <laughs> strangest movies you could find and that's what i love about people like yourself you just put it out there so well thank you aaron for having me on i really appreciate it and yeah um, i'm a little jealous that adon got first billing <laughs> but um maybe i'll have an arm wrestling contest with him one day or something you know and break yeah, his well, a little bit. hey why not let's start it let's get it going right but um <laughs> But yes, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, you know, um, Vampire Mike or uh, Mike, I'll call you through the interview, but Vampire Mike, C- uh, Sega CD Universe is your YouTube channel. Yes. And and I've, I've combed through it, you know, here and again, but that, ever since me and you were, you know, messaging, I'm like, man, I need to really get more in depth in this, you know, because there's just so much stuff out there. And I feel like an idiot because... I, I was just combing through everything. I mean, you're doing movies that I think people need to know about, <laughs> like the weirdest shit. Yeah. So my my YouTube channel, 
um, the name actually, it's a little silly now, Sega CD Universe. It sounds kind of like silly, but yeah. Um, originally, I made a website when I was, I don't know, 15 or 14, and uh, Sega CD is one of my favorite video game systems or video game attachments, if you will. So I based it all around that. And this, the website is still up, but um, I don't have a .com any longer. I just put it through like bit.ly or tjb.net or whatever. It's free. So um, that being said, I carried that over to my YouTube channel just because some people knew me through the years from the website. Um, then I started a page on Facebook purely to put out my YouTube videos and, and just pictures I liked or whatever. And then I started sharing memes on Facebook and that sort of got a lot of steam. I don't know why. So <laughs> I have like 74,000 or 75,000 followers on Facebook that, you know, they write to me, they send me in memes and jokes and things. And then I have others who are really there for, you know, old video game content, which I don't do as much anymore. Or they, um, you know, at, like you had mentioned, they like talking to me about old movies and, and cheesy B movies and such, which is sort of my other love, um, which has sort of taken over because, uh, as you had said before, the broadcast started uh, having a kid now and also just getting older. It's hard to make time for, you know, these long RPGs or these long games with, you know, no save points. And, um, you know, watching an hour and a half movie or a two hour movie even is a lot more palatable. So that's sort of where the, the name and that. Uh, the YouTube channel and stuff went or generated from, I should say. Yeah, I figured because uh, I went through and you do have old the older video games. I saw a couple of Sega CD uh, reviews, but then I saw that you were doing, you know, uh, music as well. And then you have a bunch of movies uh, on there. Um, I mean, just one of them off, off the top of my head that I, uh, I found out about. It's... Uh, Oh, what, what was it called? Aunt, Auntie something meat pies. Uh, Auntie um, Auntie Lee. Auntie Lee's meat pies. I found that on Tubi. I, I I was just scrolling through Tubi. I was like, I've never seen this. Of course, Michael Berryman's in that. Yeah. Um, it is just you know, I guess these companies they just went in and started <laughs> digging in yeah. the bins, and they find these movies. And I, I you know, I've never. I never saw the cover during the, the old, you know, video store days, VHS days. I never saw the cover. I never really heard of the movie, you know, uh, not like blood diner or anything. It, it was just, I, I, I was like, I was amazed that uh, my first time watching it was like a, a year ago. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Um, sort of like the way, I guess it sort of ties in with the way I am. I always joke around like my YouTube channels, like sitting on the couch and chatting with a friend. I, I don't, you know, record video, um, video game content with like a capture card or anything. I've never tried. Um, I don't do any special effects or editing. I just throw it up there. And <laughs> these videos or these movies, I should say that, you know, I find out about through vinegar syndrome, Severin, uh, all these partner releases, culture shock and OCN and Agfa. They feel like walking into a rental store, very low fi you know, grainy garbage, um, that you would maybe find a cool cover on a shelf and flip it over and read it and go, you know, this sounds interesting. And usually they're kind of selling you a bill of goods and you throw it on and it's nothing like what it portrays itself to be. But sometimes you find that diamond in the rough sort of fun, cheesy horror or slasher or whatever. And um, 
it has that appeal to it because it seems almost like something maybe that only you know about or uh, that this company found off of some, like you said, some like bargain bit. And I enjoy yeah. that aesthetic. It, no, it, I think a lot of people do. I mean, there, I guess there's a lot more of us than I thought, but you know, that it, it's just astounding to me. Like you said, it's like, it, it's like going to the video store, you're, but you're on your phone or on Xbox, whatever you have. And they just went and got all these freaking movies. Um, an, another one I saw on there and, and it has the most hilarious thing. I, I, I love watching these movies and bursting out laughing and, and slash dance has a scene <laughs> that I just absolutely lost it to when I first saw it. And it's when <laughs> those guys are about to, they're about to sexually assault the undercover cop and the guy, one of the, one of the would be rapist. He's bald. He takes off his fake eyebrows. <laughs> it's like, what? I like, I don't get, I don't get the thought process about behind that. Like, why would you put that in the movie? Yeah, that that movie was very. Um, you know, everyone thought they were getting some crazy horror movie, and I had seen it prior, so I knew it wasn't really a horror movie. It's almost like a comedy. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. uh, and then the theater guy he ends up being the pervert that's flashing all the girls on the beach and. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Uh, it is it is the most outrageous thing, but I think it was called something else. But I looked into it because it said Slash Dance. I'm like, oh, it's probably like Flash Dance a ripoff. And really, it has nothing to do with anything. Like that. No, it, it's completely. And then isn't there um two women that keep selling drugs, and one of them's on steroids or something? Yeah, and, and she's the, like really uh, big, but she doesn't look like muscular. She's just kind of a big woman, and she's selling, I guess, illegal. Um, growth hormone or something it's very it's a strange movie. <laughs> something like that and i i want to say that um the um what is it though world uh world of wrestling women or something like that i think a lot of those girls or those women were in that film if i'm not oh, mistaken yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's just it's it's astounding that how they used to do stuff like that how they used to market stuff they would just grab it and uh most of these cheesy movies they would use wordplay off of a a popular movie at the time right like flash dance oh we'll call it slash dance and it's not even about a slasher but hey they got me right <laughs> you know and my, it took them took them about 20 years but they got me right but, <laughs> But I, I just, I love films like that. You know, um, another favorite of mine uh, is Spookies. I love uh, oh, yeah. that. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, That's a really fun one, yeah. It's a fun one, and, it, and the story behind it is wild. It's oh, just, yeah. it, it's the craziest thing. Like, they just, yep. <laughs> it's like, here, let's grab this and grab this. Boom, here's a movie. But yeah, if I, you, I, I'm friends with Frank Farrell. Or F is it Farrell? Yes, I got to talk. I got to talk to him on a different show that I'm a part of, and he's just the coolest dude. Yeah, he he's very down to earth from when I've spoken to him, and he's funny because he'll explain, and I'm sure he did this with you, how um, the movie was sort of one thing, and the other stuff was sort of pushed into it without. I don't want to say without his knowledge, but I guess after the fact. And yeah. he was sort of displeased, but it turned into kind of a funnier, um, 
you know, cheesier uh, thing because of that. It, it just worked out. Yeah. No, it, it definitely just, it definitely worked out. So I know we're speaking a lot about these movies, but I'm, I'm curious. What is, I guess, what is one of your, and not all-time favorite, but what is one of your favorite go-tos, I guess, if, of this kind of, of these kind of obscure films? What is like your favorite one? That That's really tough. Um, I know it is, uh, but I mean, if, or not a favorite one, but one that comes to mind more often than, than not, you know what I mean? Like more often than any right. other movie. Um, see, if you were to say, what are your favorite, like five films? I can, I can easily name five okay. movies. <laughs> that are well, my favorite. And, 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 Name the uh, we'll go with that name. Name right. your favorite. If you're talking like cheesy kind of underground B movies, it's harder yeah. for me because there's so many, <laughs> and I can't even think off the top of my head. Like I like Maniac Cop a lot. Oh yeah, um, Samurai Cop one and two. I really enjoy Troll two. Um, Those are oh good. boy, the, oh um. If you're talking Vinegar Syndrome, some of my favorites are the Penitentiary series, which are like cheesy kind of black exploitation yeah. movies. Um, the third one really needs a Blu-ray and unmasked part 25 and beyond the door three, it's called uh, a muck train. It's like uh -huh. a train movie where this train gets possessed and starts killing people on the train. Oh my God. <laughs> it's really, it's really fun. That's why I need to see that. What, what's that one called again? It's called uh, it's, it was labeled beyond the door three because they tried to tie it in oh, okay. on the door series, but it's really not. Uh, it's just called Amok, A-M-O-K, Amok Train. Huh. Um, if you're talking just favorite movies, it would be um, The Road Warrior. Oh, yeah. Um, the Warriors. Um, Plan to the Apes. Um, I, I would put Johnny Mnemonic up there. I really like Johnny Mnemonic. Um, I really love... Nirvana with uh, Christopher Lambert. I don't know if you've seen. If you're a cyberpunk fan, um, no, I've never seen Nirvana though. The the movie the movie with Christopher Lambert. Yeah, no, that's, I've a, never that's seen a really that. cool one. Remind me, and I'll I'll see if I have a uh, yeah for sure a link or something I could send you. But um, that's an Italian cyberpunk film that has an American cut release, which is good, but sillier, and then an Italian version, which is longer, more fleshed out, and not as goofy in tone. Um. Trying to think, what of my other favorites are uh, Chopper. I really love Chopper. I don't know if you know the movie Chopper mm. with uh, Eric Bana. He plays Chopper Reed, the Australian criminal. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yes. I like that's that. a good well, one. Oh, and, and the Lost Boys is one of my favorites as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Lost the the Lost Boys. We went to that thing that was in San Antonio. Um, and that was pretty neat to see that. I mean, there's there's a lot of people there. Of course, we didn't get to see, you know, uh, Feldman or uh, Jason Patrick or anything, but mm -hmm. we went kind of early, and uh, it, it was neat to see how many people still love that film. Yeah. I mean, and and, and it's a good movie. We, I, we watch it every year around, you know, it's about that time where we start watching those kinds of, uh, of films again, but, um, you know. Yeah, that, whenever, that and the Goonies sort the of Goonies? Uh, growing yeah. up. You know, were like very big staples of my childhood. Uh, Monster Squad was one of yeah. mine on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's a 
that's just a silly film. And if you go back and watch it, you're like, this was marketed to children. Right. <laughs> Some right. Of Talking us. about virgins and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Frankenstein seeing the hot neighbor girl changing. <laughs> it's like yeah. out of the treehouse. Yep. Comedy, but, uh, comedy has definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely changed over the years, especially aimed towards children. Oh, yeah. It has. But, you know, you mentioned a, a movie that I don't hear many people talk about, and that's Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, Mnemonic. I can't even say it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mnemonic. Yeah. Mnemonic. Um, I, I really do like that film. That's it, it's, it's underrated, I think. A lot of people don't really give it too much love. I don't know why. It's, it's based off a short story by William Gibson, and the story is way more cohesive and, and, and kind of compact um and it was serious so if you want you know serious cyberpunk um i would say that's probably not it but if you watch the japanese version um which is a little longer a little more fleshed out it's a little more i don't want to say serious in tone but it's definitely the, the tone is a little different um i don't know there's just something kind of fun and cheesy about that film, I'm a Keanu Reeves fan. I know a lot of people don't oh, like yeah. his acting, but uh, I do like him. And I find that that movie is just uh, very endearing, and it sort of captures that '90s, early 2000s uh, feeling of like we don't know what the hell the future is going to be like, uh, but here's this, and you're like, this seems <laughs> crazy. And now you watch it, it's like, yeah, you know, that the, the memory he had in his head was nothing now, you know. That uh, that movie is is nuts. I have not. I've not seen it in so long, but you know, Keanu Reeves, I, I don't think he, you know, people don't really give him enough credit for a lot of those older movies that he did. You know, yeah. they always made fun of him because of Bill and Ted and everything. And he, he played that part perfect. You know, he was a, you know, kind of like a, they didn't come out and say it, but he was like a stoner type, you know, dude in there. And then he tries to do, you know, uh, different types of action films and all that. And I, I think that kind of, Maybe that's why people didn't take uh, Giant Mnemonic too, too seriously, but it is a good film. I mean, it, it's it's not bad, and and I always turn to that one. You know, if I if I start feeling nostalgic or something, I want to I want to watch it. I actually, I think I have it on DVD, if I'm not mistaken. I just gotta dig it out. <laughs> I think yeah, I bought it for like five bucks at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that's one I I revisit often as well. That. You know, if you're in the movie, that kind of nostalgic 90s, almost like Hackers. Like, I love the movie Hackers as well. You know, you want something kind of cheesy and goofy that captures that 90s time period. Yeah. You throw that in. And I think the world in Johnny Mnemonic is really cool. Um, yes. The same goes for that movie Nirvana I had mentioned. I like I like the cyberpunk worlds. Yeah, those are... I, I, I like that stuff, too. Like, when, whenever I first saw... And, and it kind of reminds me of those movies is, um, is, uh, oh my God, what was that damn movie? I was about to mention it and I lost it now. Strange Days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That, that only has a DVD as well. That's, that's yeah. Pretty, uh, Isn't that crazy? And it has, yeah. uh, Ralph Fiennes in it, I believe. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow did it. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes and, um, Juliette Lewis, Juliette Lewis, um, Tom Sizemore. Uh, is Angela Bissett in that? as yep. well yep yeah um i mean that was around that time when all those movies came out like those kind of like futuristic type deals and 
you know, and it, and that's it's just strange to me that these films were they were kind of big. I mean, I, I know I was a teenager when these things came out, so I mean, you had you know Johnny Mnemonic, uh, and then you had Strange Days, and I, I just don't know why they're not as uh, talked about anymore. Yeah, I think because probably because now things have progressed in such a way and, and kind of quick that when you go back and watch them, they come off as like unbelievable or cheesy in a way. Yeah. You know, I, to some regard, but I think they're still really interesting. If you were to change little bits and pieces of maybe the technology, I still think they hold up really well. That's interesting you say that. Because, you know, I didn't even think of it like that. I just think of it as, hey, this was a cool film to come out. But now I'm like, what year was that based in? Because <laughs> if we're close to it or even past it. Giant it Mnemonic does. was 2021, I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So um, the only, I have a terrible memory, which is funny that, that I love that movie so much. because It's all about memory. I have a terrible memory. But I know that because um, there's a scene where. It's like year 2021, and I had used that as like a Facebook cover photo for like 2021, and then oh, okay. 2022 came, so I took it down, and uh, I th I think that's why I remember it. But um, the other the other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if um if you yeah, like that kind of world, what got me into cyberpunk stuff is when I was a kid. This is going to sound kind of strange. So just hear me out before you start laughing. Okay. <laughs> um, I lived in Florida for about four years. And I was in this big apartment complex and there was this older guy that was a teacher and his wife who was also a teacher and he happened to play video games. So we would talk about video games. He would invite me over him and his wife and I would sometimes play Super Nintendo or he would bring me to like a video game store. and I'd you know get money from my parents and buy a game and go back to the house and we talk about the game. It was completely innocent, but I could see nowadays it being very strange, um, you know, with some like. 12 year old or whatever going out with some older guy and his wife like you know I, I could see it's being weird and most people would not be for that so anyway um that being said he he gifted me because he had moved he gifted me a copy of the super nintendo game shadow run which mm. um is a cyberpunk game based off of a pen and paper rpg like dungeons and dragons but it's a mixture of cyberpunk like johnny mnemonic mixed with medieval shit so like ogres and orcs and trolls and spells and okay for some reason it comes together really well and then they made super nintendo sega genesis mega cd and uh xbox 360 they made a first person shooter and now they've rehashed it into turn-based strategy rpgs on the pc and it's one of my favorite universes i find it so interesting and fun and that's what got me into that whole genre of hackers and uh, Johnny Mnemonic and stuff like that. So if you've never uh, checked that out, I would definitely recommend those games if you like like retro games. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. That seems cool. interesting. Now, and yeah, you're right. It, 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 it's it's really cool that you got exposed to something like that. You know, like you you took that in and and now look, you know, it. it it helped mold you and it helped, you know, Hey, I like this, you know, and it, it gave you a certain taste. And a lot of people don't really listen to, you know, older people anymore. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. all about other things, but right. if they would just take a moment and, and maybe get exposed to a, a, a different kind of world, you know, just like kind of like the B movies or awesome games or the cyberpunk and, and know where that comes from and know, 
that there are movies that were made kind of, you know, I hate saying back in the day. I, I can see, you know, the 90s like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And it is uh, it's very interesting to me how things have changed and how things are kind of going, you know, futuristic. Like I just saw today that Amazon is going to have where they scan the palm of your hand. And oh, it'll pay for it. Yeah, it, it just came out that uh, you just all you got to do is put your hand over and it'll, you know, I guess have your information and you pay for your groceries that way. And, you know, a lot of people were freaking out about it. And it, it's technology is getting kind of scary. There's convenience and then there's scary. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I think. um there's definitely, you know, even I, I've used it once or twice because they gave me like 10 or $20 off where they they have access to your garage and they're able to put a package in your garage, Amazon. Yeah. And I've done that where your, my garage has a Wi-Fi uh, signal, so they're able to access the garage, close it, and then once it's closed, they can't access it again. Um, I had no issue. I don't really have anything in my garage to steal. Um, yeah. And it's not part of my house, so it's not like you can walk. I mean, it is, but it's not. Uh, there's no doorway. So there's nothing for someone to do in my garage except, you know, I guess look at a couple of brooms. Um, but even that, it's like, you know, how far are we going to make things so convenient uh, that, you know, we're opening ourselves up to uh, specific advertisements or, or theft or whatever else that can come our way, you know, stolen identities or whatever from, you know, wanting things to be convenient as we sit in our uh, recliner. You know, and and that's the thing. It it appeals to that little primal part of our our brain. Like, ooh, that's neat. You know, um, like the twenty three and Me stuff. Oh, I want to know where I come from. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be kind of hard to pinpoint where your lineage comes from and who you're exactly related to. But yet, willingly sending you know your dna out there which i mean if they wanted to to they could have everybody's dna with no problem but it is also to me it's kind of like wow you just like hand it over and and nowadays what we used to hold sacred we just hand over now yes. for convenience and i'm guilty too i'm not gonna talk shit about people like i use the thumbprint scanner on my phone you know, I got my stuff out there and my name out there. And, you know, it, it used to, it was just, you know, you just stay in your little bubble area and you, you have your friends and you have family that know who you are. But now it's just so willingly given out. It's just insane. Yeah. And yet people I, I complain about privacy. <laughs> it's like you, yeah. you have you have the ultimate tracker in your hand 24 <laughs> seven. Right. It, it, it's scary in a sense because, um, you've also given people a voice that, um, how do I put this in a nice way? I've encountered a lot of people online, not really personally, more like, you know, on the outskirts that, um, say and do really outlandish things. Yeah. Um, whatever it may be and then they're pretty much they have this stigma now their whole life that you know you go to get a job and they look you up and they say oh uh you know joe blow uh said five years ago uh something kind of negative uh, we're not gonna hire him 
And that seems yeah. to happen more and more. And these people out there who, who have issues are also putting out things that, you know, their voices are being heard and they're, they're joining together. To, to, it's very strange to me. Like, you know, you, you years ago, and I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, and I'm sorry to go off topic. No, 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 um, this is great. But um, years ago, you know, before pre-internet, and I know, I think you said you're a little older than I am because you have kids that are a little that are older than mine, yeah. obviously. But um, <laughs> pre-internet, you know, you were kind of stuck to your town. You know, the women in your town that you dated, or girls at the time. Um, you know, the friends you made, all that stuff. There was no, you know, maybe you made a friend from a town over or or at a party or something. But for the most part, it was very closely knit, and um, you. You know, now these people from around the world are connecting through the internet, which is great, but it's also bringing together bad things um, where you may have seen strange people and said, you know what, this person's got some issue that they have problems. It's the weird person, you know, in town who has problems. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to, you know, maybe amount to much and they're not doing anything. But now that person not doing anything is really vocal and loud on the internet with thousands of others that aren't doing anything that are loud and vocal and and you know they're making a difference which is i, I don't know what it is if it's good or bad but um it, it's definitely there yeah it's a, it's no I, I i completely agree with you i mean it's it's a double-edged sword man it's like some people that you know it it, it is what it is i know you you there's if you don't agree with something or if you don't like what something something someone said, um, I'm from, you know, where, okay, I'm not going to watch that channel or I'm just going to turn away and whatever. But also in my mind, I'm like, well, that's that person's opinion. Right. You know, and uh, like it or not, you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, advocate for anybody just to say whatever the hell they want. Cause I mean, there's something called manners, <laughs> you know, but uh, if you're trying to, I, I think what it is really what it comes down to is a lot of people now they say the most outlandish shit and it gets them views. Like yeah. I, I, just for an example, um, for our, our network that, that I'm a part of, um, we put out clips and everything of different shows and everything, you know, again, maybe two, 300, whatever, you know, views, but over a thousand views on a, uh, a film that, uh, Michael J our, our, our fearless leader, he, he made a lot of films back in, back in the day and he made one and it was, a it was about, uh, shining a light on spousal abuse. Well, he shot this movie and everybody was, you know, consenting and everything, you know, adults in this. And, and he has a scene where a man smacks the shit of a woman and, um, it, you know, they're actors and his friends. And that has so many views right. just from that. And it's like, okay. And then it even got taken down. Like he got like, Hey, you, you can't shut. He's like, it's a movie I made a long time ago. <laughs> like it's a, it's about shining a light on this stuff. Like this is, this is a passion project, but isn't that interesting? Right? Like you yeah, could talk about stuff like what we're talking about and eh, 200, maybe 300, but you, you show one of us smacking the shit out of a woman and it's going to go skyrocketing. 
like yeah, all these is, views and it's insane it's like yeah. really yeah the um the the what is it there's no such thing as bad publicity i guess you know, uh, where, where something bad happens or, or something like, <laughs> like juicy uh like that you know what i mean it, it definitely yeah, uh, but it, gets the people out of the woodwork it, it, it it's but it's just crazy and i looked at that and i'm like wow okay so everybody's just blowing hot air really i mean if 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 people really were against something like that, and like I said, they're actors, they're friends of his, everybody was fine. But that got tons and tons of views, and it's like, really, if you were really against that stuff, wouldn't no one really watch that? Like, right. <laughs> if you get right, turn right. your back on that? And it's the same thing with everything else in the world. And, uh, you know, say the most outlandish shit and get your views. Yeah. And do these people believe, believe in what they're saying? I don't know. Cause I don't hang out with them. Right. So it could just be. Yeah. It could just whatever. be a show. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. That's all this is. And Every, everyone's a professional wrestler. And this is their <laughs> promo, you know, <laughs> pretty much. But like, that, that's why I, I, I try to gravitate towards other things. Like, okay. I'm like, whatever. And you know, I, 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 I I love talking to people like yourself and like, uh, uh, you know, Adon and, and all the director, like you said, uh, you know, uh, Frank and all these people that I like hearing their stories of how they decided to do a channel and or do a movie. And I just like hearing their backstories a little bit instead of all this other craziness that people would just stop, you know, being offended, whatever. Turn your back. Go the other way. Find something that doesn't offend you. Don't try to tear down someone because you don't agree with them. That's I, not how it works. <laughs> well, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I'm the kind of person that um, tries to really separate, you know, the art from the artist. Um, and I all and I yeah. also, I also, I have friends of all walks of life. So I mean, I have close friends that I disagree with completely on religion, politics, whatever. Oh yeah, and. But I know deep down they're good people, and I think it takes a level of maturity to say, you know what, I don't agree with this person, but they're a good person. We get along, we have a good time when we sit down and have a beer and watch wrestling. And yeah. I don't need to, you know, agree with them, agree with them on every single facet of my life. And I think people are too, you know, in their bubble and honed in on. I need to have everyone agreeing with me on my timeline, and it just doesn't work that way in life. You know, that's not it the real world. Totally, totally doesn't. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm. I've been married over 20 years and I don't agree with her on every topic. You'd be surprised. And people would probably be like, and y'all are married. Yeah. I knew you looked familiar. You were in that Michael J video, right? The woman getting smacked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I was about kidding. to say something. And it was <laughs> No, but you know, that's the thing. Like I'm married to that person and, and we've, we've had two sons together and we've spent a life together. And there's some things on, on, that she is for and I'm not. And, and then right. I'm for, and she, we make it work because why it's, it's just an opinion. And if people just get past that shit, I don't understand how families and all this stuff have been torn apart. Because yeah. of an opinion. Who cares? 
just yeah. like okay whatever you know what happened to that like you'd have a crazy uncle like oh that's uncle ed's opinion and <laughs> we're just gonna go in the other room and let right him right yeah exactly exactly so. <laughs> no it's it, it's nuts man it's an it's a nutty world so um, we're just in it. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely speaking uh, of uh wrestling do you watch or, or have you you know um i tried to get back into it but there's just so much stuff going on and um i i do kind of keep up with it not as much as i used to like i mean god dang i think it was like i i, I remember the monday night wars and i remember the attitude era and i remember when Sting went from rainbow colored stuff on his face to looking like a crow, uh, crow ripoff. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, um, I, I try to, I'm trying to get back into it. It's just, I, I don't know why I can't, I don't know what it is like, uh, because you have AEW and, uh, and, and a lot of cool wrestlers are going to AEW and I wanted to check it out. It's just, they're part of, you know, Peacock has WWE, but AEW has what? What is it? TNT, I guess. Um, has that? TBS on Wednesdays and TNT on Fridays, I think. Okay, so I don't have. That's the thing. I don't have cable. <laughs> like, I just I I it. Hey, I, I have Hulu. I have HBO Go, and then I have Netflix. Right, and that's what I. I watch the a lot of older TV shows, but also like we've been talking about. I I like my uh, my crazy movies, and yeah, I I, I need to get into it again though because I really did have, enjoy it. Yeah, we don't have cable either. Um, uh, but just to make a quick recommendation, um, if you yeah. like the older, crazier movies and stuff, cheesy movies, do you have a library card? Uh, yeah, I do. So there's a website called Canopy, K-A-N-O-P-Y. Have you heard of it? Never heard of it. So Canopy is a, some kind of um, streaming site. They have an app on you know the phone or your TV and Fire Stick. And you're able to log in through your library card number and watch up to 10 movies a month for free. And there's a lot of underground, B-horror, cheesy stuff. <laughs> so check that out if you haven't seen uh, it. No, oh shit. I, I won't have to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. And I, I'm I'm a part of a um I had I I hosted a show now a, a good buddy of mine and now he has his own show on this network. Uh but B Movie TV is on Roku. Oh okay. And I, yeah. Um uh Ken, the uh the guy the the creator of it, he's a real cool guy. He's doing his uh he's making a lot of his uh films now. He he's making some pretty cool stuff, but uh I got to introduce that a long time. Uh, God damn. I'm trying to think of what year I stumbled upon it. Cause I like finding weird shit and I had a Roku and I was like, what, is it, well, what other channels can I get? And this is before everybody had a freaking streaming channel. <clears throat> and then I stumbled upon a B movie TV and got in touch with him. And he's like, I need a host for a sci-fi show. So I did that for a couple of years and now That's I cool. just, I, I just produce it now, and uh, my buddy Paul, he he's the host of it. So, yeah, really it's cool neat. Though. But, uh, yeah, st- check it out if you haven't. I don't know if you have a Roku uh, device or TV or whatever, but check definitely check it out. He plays a lot of obscure shit on there. A lot of stuff I got introduced on, uh, to through him. 
uh, but he has special theme days and everything. It's pretty, pretty cool stuff. And then October is nothing but horror movies like through October. That sounds really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, check it out, man, if you haven't checked that out. But yeah, speaking of speaking of horror and all these movies that, <laughs> that we hold dear, um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff that, and I don't want to hate on remakes. I really don't. But some they just some of these are not. I don't know. My first thing is what that the Hellraiser going to Hulu. What do you think? I, I just saw that advertisement. I would believe it was yesterday. What what is your take on that? So or do you have a take on it? <laughs> I don't watch trailers because I'm always afraid I'm going to ruin something. So mm-hmm. I, I really don't watch trailers. But what I read about it is that um, now Doug Bradley, admittedly, is very old now. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinhead is no longer Doug Bradley. He hasn't been since the last two or three films. Yeah. Um, the person playing Pinhead is a transgender woman. Okay. And people are up in arms that it's a transgender, that it's a woman, that it's not Doug Bradley, or they don't care and they're happy. So there's all these different camps out there of uh, different mindsets. Um, See, I didn't know who was. I, I, I thought I didn't know it was a transgender one. I just thought it was regular. Uh, I thought it was just a woman. Sorry, I don't want to offend no one. But <laughs> yeah, not looking to get anyone in trouble here. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, but uh, I, I haven't seen anything about it. Um, and uh, you know, th- that doesn't dissuade me. I- I'm not a big fan when when agendas are ham fisted into things. Uh, yeah. in general. Um, but something like that doesn't so much bother me because, um, you know, as long as it's not at the forefront of the, of, of like taking over the, the part of the movie or the horror or whatever aspect to where that's the important part and the horror takes a backseat or pinhead takes a backseat. That doesn't bother me so much. I try to keep an open mind when it comes to, you know, art. Yeah. No, most definitely. So do I. I mean, I'm I'm still gonna check it out. I mean, I'm a I'm a Hellraiser fan. You know, ditto, or, ditto, yeah. Um, you know, Clyde Barker. Shit. Speaking of the nineties, Nightbreed. A lot of people don't like that movie. I love that freaking movie. <laughs> I don't know. Got a, that's got a great setting. That's a great. It's not a great great movie. Like it's good. I, I really enjoy it, but. It grew on me, and that setting is really cool. That's, that's like a very good world. I want to say that. I mean, that's that's pretty much how I feel. How you feel about that? That's how I feel about it. it grew on me because yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah. and then um, you know, I saw the regular cut and then the cabal cut, and I mean, it's it's one of my favorite ones. It, it's definitely in in you know the top of my list, but you know with this new Hellraiser and everything, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I mean, it's, it's that world and we haven't seen anything from it in quite a while. Um, Paul T. Taylor, he actually did a real good job on pinhead um, on Hellraiser. I believe it was called Hellraiser judgment. And I, like I got that to one a lot. He, uh, I, I met him at Texas, uh, fright. No, not Texas frightmare. Sorry. Cult, the cult classic convention. I met him and he's a real nice guy. But that, um, was, that was a really great movie. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. I like when they add that detective stuff in with Hellraiser. I know some yes. people don't, but um, the detective it, stuff and how 
gruesome it was. There was some really disgusting stuff in that <laughs> film, and I really liked that. I thought that was a good movie. It, it, it was really a throwback to what what made the other Hellraisers so great. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that, what shit? Maybe that was like two, three years ago, maybe. Yeah, 2018, about, 2019, something like that. Yeah, it was about three years ago. Now the um, I enjoyed that one. I did not like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre at all. I am, I am torn because <laughs> for some reason, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. I, 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 yeah, I was one of the advocates too. Like they didn't even shoot in Texas. What the hell, you know? But then also I looked at the part of. How neat was that that damn mask? I mean, just an old lady's face and just going through yeah. and uh you know the gore and in, uh, and everything in it. I really dug um story not so much. I didn't like how um and spoiler if no one's watched it, which you should have already if you liked it uh or like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but um yeah, I didn't like how he was living in that home and she was like the you know the guard the she she guarded you know the gates of hell or something like she made sure the guard dog the the wild dog was in its cage you know yeah yeah i i didn't really dig that part of it because that's not what he was i mean he i'm yeah he, he was kind of but he wasn't like his family didn't give a shit they're like he's the butcher you know we we put everybody in there he he wasn't like just waiting and just like a ferocious animal he was already that way right so I, I don't know. That's my take on it. That's my opinion on it. But what what what? I guess what is your take on that that uh, um, that remake? So I like some of the gore. I like some of um, like the mask. I thought, like you said, was interesting. I didn't like, um, I, you know, I didn't even think about it not being filmed in Texas. But I guess that's probably part of it. But <laughs> I didn't like um, sort of the the in your face. Um, uh, you know, they had these these influencers that whatever purchased mm-hmm. a small town or, or, or whatever the case may be, and they were very arrogant and brash. And I felt like mm-hmm. they had this um, younger mentality that I don't quite understand now that I'm getting older. And yeah. on top of that, right at the beginning of the film, spoiler alert, um, they come across the house with Leatherface and his guardian or, or mother or whoever the hell it is. And... There's a um, why is this they're escaping me? The this, the su- Southern flag. What's it called again? Oh, uh, the uh, the Confederate flag. Yeah, Confederate flag. Excuse me. Yeah. So um, they come across the Confederate flag, and right That's away right. they're up in arms and they're offended, and everyone's upset. And then I think the woman uses the word "colored" or something, and they flip yeah. out, and um, and and like it just. I don't yeah. like that in my movies. I feel like. There's a time and a place, and it's it's good when it's um, – I don't mind social commentary when it's um, layered. I don't like when it's so blatant. Like I love yeah. Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's one of my favorite series, the original five movies. And, you know, there was always that, um, you know, black and white thing, immigrant thing, whatever the case may be, aliens, you know, or not aliens, but whatever the hell they are. Yeah, I find, you know, that's fine. There's social commentary to the movies about people getting along. Um, But now it just seems very in your face and ham fisted. And like you touched upon earlier, this is a very good point. I'm glad I can go back to it. (laughs) Listening to older people has 
sort of stopped. Uh, I feel like the younger generation shuns older people, shuns their ways, shuns their politics, religion, um, you know, whatever opinions. And I think there's always something, even if you don't agree, there's always something to be learned from someone who's been around longer than you because they've obviously been around longer for a reason. They're still here. <laughs> exactly so, right. You, you know, you don't have to agree with everything. I'm sure there's things you and I don't agree upon, but being yeah. a little, being a few years older than me, there's probably something you could teach me that I'm like, you know what? I don't agree with Aaron on that. that that's pretty good. And let me, you know, take well, the, the, something from that. I, I, I always say this and I, I feel, I feel crazy because I say this all the time, but you know, the reason they say that that's an old saying that there's a reason for that, you know, there, it, 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 I think people forget that I, there's a lot of old sayings that are just forgotten. And it's like, no, that there's a reason for that. If it's too good to be true, maybe it is right. Hello. You know, right. <laughs> I mean, a we lot of, a lot of stuff nowadays, too good to be true, you know, and I, I just think that if people just uh, kind of do kind of like what we're doing or, or not even on the Internet, just, you know, have a conversation with a stranger or something, you know, just just uh, see that 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 point of view. And yeah, you might not agree with it or whatever, but it's like you said, they've been around for for a while. They might know something that. You know, it might enlighten you just a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to. It, it's you know, you don't have to accept everything out of a book. You can take a, a page, and that one page may just tweak a little bit of how you are or how you think about things. And that's all you need. You don't need the whole book. If you don't agree with the whole book, that's fine. Um, but to go back and tie it up, I didn't really like the movie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't like the main characters. I was very happy when they started getting killed. <laughs> and, um, you know, whole, uh, some of it was very cheesy and goofy in a way. Yeah. And the the the, um, the the racist stuff didn't do it for me. And I just I did not like the movie at all. Um, yeah, little, little bits and pieces, like I said, a, a page here or there, I might have liked, like the mask and stuff. But uh, overall, I didn't like the film. No, I I agree with you. And those those points right there. I mean, that's kind of how I felt too. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, I, I do like how they were trying to label uh, the the redneck guy, and he ended up being pretty fucking cool. Like, you know, they they try to label this guy, and yeah, at first when you see him, you're like, oh, that's a that's a piece of shit, you know, racist guy, and then he ends up being a pretty cool dude, and and actually helps him out a little bit. But yeah, I I agree with that, and a lot of I, I think that's what's really hurting a lot of films is they do that, and I, I always ask myself this question: I'm like, what happened to being kind of neutral? What happened to being neutral to things with movies that everybody loves? If you go back and look at some of the movies, they weren't they weren't trying to push any agendas or anything. It was pretty much neutral, you know, and even TV shows, you know, and I I think. I think we kind of lost that. Well, I don't know at, how it was lost, but yeah, I mean, look at something like it's a stupid uh, correlation, but look at something like um, oh, uh, what's the movie? Um, oh boy, I'm not going to think of the name of it now. Um, <laughs> I have to do that too. <laughs> it, it's the one um, with the guy who does drugs, and he goes home, and that thing Elmer, Elmer attaches the little worm. Oh, uh, um, 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 brain damage. Brain, brain damage. damage. I almost said brain dead. Yeah. I knew that wasn't it. So, <laughs> brain damage, 
you know, they, there's an analogy there of, you know, the, the drugs from the uh, monster worm um, mm-hmm. and what it pulls from him and what he's getting from it. And I like that. I like that there's a subtlety to it. You know, I yes. don't like when things are just just bashing you in the face, you know. Um, so I, I think it's funny that we've touched upon on this uh, video or podcast um, things from cheesy B movies and video games and now wrestling a little bit to uh, you know, yeah. slight <laughs> bits of, of uh, politics and whatever else. We're talking yeah. About. People's sensitivity. So it's, it's funny. Uh, no, I, I, that's how that's. This is how I like it, man. This is this is what it is. Uh, uh, we let whatever fly, and we and, and I want people to be comfortable, and you know, we we talk about whatever on here. And you know, speaking of like the 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 social commentaries, I mean, the 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 king of those movies is they live, they live, and it it just it's it speaks a lot to me. In the fact of everything that we've we've pretty much gone through, I want to say our whole lives, but also mostly from the last you know four years of everything. You know what I mean? And it, it just really like, and it seems silly because people are like, "Really, the Roddy Roddy Piper movie with the you know twenty minute fucking fight scene?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that." If you just look at it, like he's the only one. Like, what the hell? And he finds these glasses, and he's seeing all this shit, and. And people are looking at him weird and they don't believe him. And it's just a lot of crazy stuff, man. And, yeah. and, and I think, you know, yeah, we don't have a pair of magic glasses to see anything. But if you just go back and you don't need a time machine, if you go back to see a lot of the people that are, are um, you know, making decisions right now or, or putting things in place right now, you go in their past, you can see that. They, they they weren't right back then and sometimes they're not right now but right. we're all human I mean uh, one thing I, I'll touch on is something else that I came across today um, uh, Joe Rogan was talking to Mark, Mark Zuckerberg and he, he openly admitted hey maybe we shouldn't have put that story on the back burner maybe we should have not banned people for sharing a certain story and it's like oh my god like are you kidding me? You know how many people got banned for sharing that? And and here you are saying, ah, maybe we shouldn't have done it. <laughs> it's well, like, oh my God, this is crazy. One, one of the reasons I don't have cable is um, I, I'm not a big TV guy. I'm more of a yeah. movie guy. So I watch a lot of you know movies online or movies of uh, physical media. But people I find watch a lot of news. And the news <sighs> is so negative and so skewed. It, whether it be right or left, yeah, it's, it's very um, hard for me to watch and then say, "Oh, well, what are they actually telling me, and are they lying to me?" And I feel like the opinions are no longer—it's no longer just giving you the data; it's actually manipulating the data and then feeding it to you a certain way so you come to the same conclusion they are. I don't appreciate that. No, I I don't appreciate. Um, um, people getting in trouble for asking questions. <laughs> he right. just, exactly. uh, uh, that's just, I, I think if you are a person with that mindset where, Hey, whoa, that don't, that don't seem right. And it doesn't, and put all, put all the bullshit aside, just anything in your life. And you're like, ah, that doesn't seem right. 
don't, don't, you know, that's just, I, I think that's healthy. I think it's healthy to question things. Um, sometimes, yeah, it's better to roll with the punches, whatever. But most of the time, you know, ask questions. I mean, that's how, you know, you you stay out of trouble or, you know, you avoid something coming your way. Um, you know, uh, even uh, something as simple as going with your friends like, hey, we're going to go to so-and-so's house. I'm like, I never heard of this guy. Well, he lives out here in the sticks. And I, I don't think I want to go out there. And then right. you hear something bad happen. Simple things like that. Ask questions. Don't don't just blindly go and go oh, whatever and just go through life. But I, right. I hate how we. I, I don't like that. I, I am one hundred percent a free speech guy. I I, I and and freedom to do what you want to do, and, and and that's what it is. Whether whether you like it or not, that's that's how we are. And I don't like how things are being shut down. Uh, just for questioning it. And, um, you know, um, I say, let your freak flag, you know, fly. I mean, just let it go. (laughs) You know, you, you be who you want to be, right. You be who you want to be and whatever makes you comfortable. That's fine with me. You know, um, you're not hurting anybody. That's fine with me. Do, do you do you. And I try to live by that. And I try to teach my sons that, you know, you don't, you just because you don't agree with someone doesn't mean you need to hate them or doesn't mean, you know, you need to do something bad to them. Yeah. You know, just go your own way, man. And, and, and you know what you like and you know, and, and I think that's, that's really lost nowadays. I really do. Yeah. No, people are very quick to vilify and name call. And, and everybody. <laughs> Yeah, everyone. If they don't agree with you, that's it. You're you're the devil, and they'll call you the devil, and then they'll go after you it's because like, they humanized you now, you know, and made you some kind of uh, fairy tale monster. Um, yeah, you know, that's it. They 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 have fair game on you because uh, they labeled you something, whatever they whatever it may be. I agree with that, but yeah, um, it it is it is neat though to 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 connect these dots with entertainment. I mean, goddamn. I mean, what they live was made in the eighties. So that was during the height of, you know, consumerism, like, oh, you buy this and buy this and you need to have this in your home. And if you look at old commercials, you're like, what the fuck were they trying to sell people? Yeah. Half the stuff gives you cancer. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> This is recommended by, you know, this company to clean the outside of whatever, your boat. And then you find out, like, now it's like, oh, shit, if you use that cleaner, it gave you, like, tumors or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just find it funny that sometimes people don't have a pot to piss in, but they're, yeah. they're um, you know, the, the, the thing at the forefront of their mind is, oh, I need this new iPhone. It's like you... You you know you have no you're not paying your rent but you're buying a twelve hundred dollar phone I, I don't <laughs> I don't understand you know it's it's gotten twisted man because if you if you don't have the latest phone Mike if you don't have the latest phone and you don't have Twitter and you don't have an Instagram and you don't have a TikTok and you don't have a face you are no one you are nobody it used to be have a nice house your kids are outside playing and having a good time and you're raising your kids and you, you're you're outside or you're 
you have a group of friends you hang out with or something. And now it's just like all, all that is switched to that instead of the nice car, not a nice, nice car, but a decent looking car, decent looking house. You keep a good house, whatever that used to be the status quo. And now it's <laughs> who has the latest Samsung phone that you can fold in half. And <laughs> you right. know, you, look at my pictures that are in 4k it's like yeah, everything's, everything's kind of out of whack <laughs> but it's a status thing now it's crazy that you i i'm i'm just sitting here thinking about it i'm like wow he's right i mean it's just i i um it, i worked in starbucks when i was about i don't know 20 21 for about a, for a day one day and the one day i worked at it I remember um, the manager or whoever he was was teaching me, and, and I quit after the day because I didn't like it. But the um, the manager was saying to me, and I always remembered this, he goes, when someone comes in to buy their cup of coffee from us, they're not just buying a cup of coffee. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, it's a status symbol. They want to walk out with that Starbucks cup, and they want to show people that they're spending whatever it was, $4 at the time, on this venti, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember the names. And, um, you know, it's a status symbol that they're walking around with this cup, almost like they were carrying a Gucci bag or, uh, you know, uh, um, driving a Mercedes. And it hit me that we've become so shallow as people that they think it's not important what's in your cup. It's important that, you know, the label on the cup is showing that you spent an extra two bucks on the coffee. Meanwhile, I'm drinking dollar store you know, dollar coffee at the Seven uh, Eleven, ninety nine cents for a cup or whatever. Yeah. Not caring. Um, so I, I, I think that's kind of heightened at this point. Everything is, uh, you know, check out what I have and check out what I can show you. And yeah, but you got roaches in your house and your and you know your your wife is leaving you and uh, your kids hate you. <laughs> yeah, but I got a new phone and I drink Starbucks. Like, okay, <laughs> I had. A- I had a thousand hits on this last post. No right. one took an hour. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> right, but check out check out my likes on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah, I, I don't know. So, and there and and, and there you go. It's kind of like a necessary evil for you know guys like us that have our little shows or whatever. We just put it. You know, it, it's 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 a billboard for us. But you're right. For a lot of people, it's an identity. We just use that as a tool. That's yeah. it. And when it, when it stops being fun, I'm not going to do it anymore. I just do it yeah. for fun. Like, um, pretty much. Re- recently, a friend had said to me, and, and he sort of rubbed me the wrong way, but he compared me to TikTokers, and he was sending me all these TikTok <laughs> videos. And I said, I said these people are like starving for attention. And he said, Well, what's the difference between you YouTubing and the TikTok community? And I said, Well, I'm doing it for communication and to have fun with people talking about. B movies or video games or wrestling or whatever it is the video yeah. is about. Um, I recently did one about my autographs that I owned. Um, where these people aren't putting anything out that you can really attach to. It's more like, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it to stroke my ego or become famous. I'm not going to be a movie star making YouTube videos no. or a musician. I'm doing it for things like this, for the community and you know to have fun and meet people and that's all it is, is outreach. No, you're, you're right. And, but that's, that's the thing. And, you know, my, one of my brothers, my middle brother, he, he, he 
told me one day, and I kind of felt like you, like it rubbed me in the wrong way. He's like, so what, what are your monetary gains out of this? And I'm like, zero. <laughs> I just do it because it's my hobby. And, um, you know, it, uh, it, it I, I guess it, it does make me feel good. It, 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 it gets things off my chest and I get to, like you said, get to meet different people. But we grew up in the, that, that age of, you know, the TV or radio where you heard certain people and you're like, man, I want to do that. Like that, that would be so cool. And technology has gotten to where we can do it. And that's why I do it. I say, I don't do it for money. I spend money on it <laughs> more than I, I've, I've made zero on any of this. Um, but my, my end goal really is, I guess, to have something, you know, that how cool would it be for your great, great grandchildren to go back and see you doing this stuff? And wow, that's how he sounded. And this is what he ended. This was, a, that's, that's reward enough for me. And like, uh, that's pretty cool. Cause I don't have that. I don't, my, my great grandparents, you know, I see old photos, but that's about it. I didn't know what their opinions were or, or how they sounded when they talked. I think that's pretty neat. It's kind of like a time machine, I guess you could say. <laughs> it's like a digital, a digital time capsule. Pretty much. That's what it is. But yeah. um, mostly it's because I, I got to meet all these different people and talk to filmmakers and talk to people like yourself. I mean, it, it's really, like you said, it's for community, really. It's it, it I think it's real nice, and I think it's awesome that we can do so, stuff like that now. Agreed. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> it is interesting though how how things have changed. I know we I sound like an old man on the porch right now. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh man, it's an it's insane. But yeah, I think people need to wake up a little bit and and, and be a little bit more humble instead of trying to grab everything. You know, like you said, start for attention. Like, look at me. And actually, yeah. I saw I saw a TikTok video today, and uh, was I kind of jealous? Maybe got like one point two million views. It was just a guy out in public, and he had a phone to his ear, and he was just yelling into it. That's it. That's the video. <laughs> was the, the, there was no. There's no like anything with it. You it, not not special clothes he was wearing. Not a special. That's all he was doing. And I was like, "How the hell did that happen? Like it's just insane." Yeah. And I'm like, "There's guys like you and and and, and Adon making stuff that talk about things. <laughs> you get like 200, but if, maybe you should start yelling in a phone." <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be like Tom Green and Freddie Got Fingers, you know. Just start that, screaming about Deutschmarks. You know what? Really, Tom Green was like the the basis for TikTok. I think just yeah. doing crazy shit. Yeah, he was the precursor of TikTok. I think so. I, I think, think old Tom 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 was a ahead of the curve a little bit, but yeah. everybody loved him. <laughs> he wasn't a talented actor or a comedian, but he did stupid shit and made dumb and, noises. And and more. Yeah. Married, married Drew Barrymore, and yep. he was like, <laughs> maybe we are doing shit wrong. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking shit now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing everything backwards. We need to really uh, 
Just be goofballs out there. You know? I guess. I don't know. I can't do that, though. I can't just yell in public. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your kids might uh might you know disown you at that point. There's my dad. TikTok, yeah. <laughs> right. There's the old man just yelling. Oh man. Well, that that's kind of a, a speaking of kids on <laughs> TikTok. I also find it strange that people are so quick to <clears throat> force their children to act certain ways and do certain things on videos yeah get like internet clout you know like that's weird too using your children as a uh as a, a pawn in your tiktok or instagram or whatever the hell they're doing nowadays do you remember that whole thing with the um what the hell was it it was that kid that was in that inflatable deal and it went up in the air and they were all over the news and this is like in the beginning of I think YouTube existed, but not on uh, to where it is now. But these people were all over the news. What they call him? God dang, I can't remember. But he was in this thing, and it floated away. And the dad and the the mom acted like it was an accident, but they did that shit. It came out. The truth was, they put him in that deal, and it was like it. it they acted like, oh no, we put him in, it and it started floating off, and they freaked out, and the news showed up. I don't know if you remember that or not. I, I need to find that. I do remember that, and yeah, it's it's sort of like that where they're, yeah. they're trying to get famous over, uh, you know, since um, uh, doing something really out there, you know, and using their children. Yeah, and look, I mean, if you if your kid wants to do something like that, that's fine. I mean, have a streaming channel playing video games or whatever. But these people that, you know, I guess they feel like they're their life is a little empty and they just like, Hey, I'll just use my kid. And you know, I'll use a picture of us on our, our thumbnail of me and me, him, her, whatever crying and people click on that. Yeah. I mean, do you really want to show your children, you know, I don't know, getting made fun of or breaking their chops or whatever. I I feel like it's, they're going to look at that in 10 years and say, why would my father or mother film me like this and put it out there to the world? You know, it's kind of strange. It is. But also, like you said, people starve for attention and they come in all shapes, sizes, forms, ages, everything. Yeah. And and really, if you look at TikTok, half of it, that's what it is. That's some people. And I, I, hey, I'm guilty. I use it, but I use it as my billboard. I don't use it for anything else. I don't do stupid shit on there. I just like, hey, here's a new episode like this. <laughs> this will be right. a clip for it. I'm talking about it. But um. You're right. I think a lot of people try to do that, and it's like, why don't you do some of that good that you that you're that you're longing for? You know, you talk a lot of shit online. Well, there's you you can go, you know, um, be at a homeless shelter, help out a little bit. You could you could clean up your street. You can clean up that park down the road. You know, instead, of, hey, look at this. This is terrible, and then you know, show vo- a video of it. And, and instead of videoing someone getting their ass kicked, well, hey, how about you step in and say, hey, this ain't right. Right. But well, that's Negativity not and drama generate views, you know? Exactly. I blame the housewives for that. <laughs> Michael J. would have something to say about that housewife. Yeah. You... <laughs> the housewives of Hollywood and all that bullshit. That's what I blame this on. That's what everybody... that that. 
throwing drinks at each other and yelling at each other and turning fucking tables over. <laughs> That's what I blame all this on. Which I, I I don't know about you. I just can't stand stuff like that. I'm like I don't want to hear people yelling. Like I'm, I want to yeah. laugh. I don't want to hear that shit. But a lot of people do, and here they are. Yeah. They're they're laughing at us. They're on a yacht right now, and we're here. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess so. But um, oh man, yeah. <sighs> no, shoot, I man. uh, I apologize, but I think I'm gonna have to run out. No, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, we've we've gone over an hour already, but um, no, um, everybody listen to this. Uh, check out a uh, Sega CD Universe on YouTube. A lot of awesome stuff. A lot of awesome content. Uh, Vampire Mike, thank you so much for uh, sitting and chatting with me for a little bit. We chatted about pretty much everything, but um, yeah, everybody go follow this guy and and check out what he's putting out because he's putting out some cool stuff. Uh, it, was there anything you wanted to shout out before we call it quits tonight, sir? No, I just wanted to say thank you for, very much for having me. I, I really, um, I really enjoyed you know sitting back and, and talking with you, and I think we're like minded in ways. And um, you know, I, I appreciate the, uh, the as I said earlier, the uh, camaraderie and, and the community. So uh, thank you everyone for uh, for watching and checking us out. For sure, same here, buddy. And uh, yes, we'll. Uh, We'll see everybody next time on the next episode. Thank you so much. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange. No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange When you're strange People are strange When you're a stranger Faces look ugly When you're alone Women seem wicked When you're unwanted Streets are uneven When you're down
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.